I don't even know how to start. You want to introduce this one? Hey, sure. Um, today's episode is taking place on, I don't know what the date is, so we'll fill that in it, later. Uh, <laughs> it doesn't matter. I'm so confused. You're going to have to start over. I'm going to have to do this all over again anyway. I don't care. All right. Today's episode is The Devil Girl of Mars. From Mars. Wait. Devil Girl from Mars. Let me do that again. Today's episode of Old Ass Movie Reviews is The Devil Girl from Mars. Uh, it's, I think, 1959, if I remember correctly, the date on it. I'm sorry. It is in the 50s. It is in the 50s. Probably late 50s. I'm going to add, um, this is, this movie is... 1954. Yeah, this movie is number one out of our four movies for October with a Halloween theme or monsters, aliens. Um, we're doing a thematic month uh, this month. So this is number one out of the gates. And uh, yeah, 1954. 1954. Um, it was starring Hugh McDermott, Hazel Court, Peter Reynolds, Adriana Corey, Joseph Tomalfi, Sophie Stewart, John Laurie and Patricia Lafon as the main villain. I wanted to put everybody's names in there because as I was looking at Amazon, uh, they, they have a little drop-down menu for, to look at the actors and actresses. Every one of these actors and actresses had theatrical training. They were all mm -hmm. classically trained actors and actresses. Um, and I found that very interesting. Uh, you don't normally see that all the time. Uh, it was a play. Before it was a movie, it was a play, and it was written by... I got to say something. Okay, go ahead. I, before you go any further, that is one of the things that I wrote, third note down, this feels like a play. <laughs> but it was. It's like, I can see this on stage. From the play by John C. Mather and James Eastwood. Screenplay by James Eastwood. Now, I got curious, and I looked up James Eastwood. Evidently, he was a fairly successful uh, screenwriter, a successful playwright, and he wrote books. No relation to Clint Eastwood. Okay. So I was really depressed. That was my next question. Because he's British, and, you know, Eastwood's all American, so. But, uh, yeah, so I was actually kind of shocked. I was expecting James Eastwood to be like his dad or, you know, something. But around that same time period, as I think Eastwood is making his his television debut, I want to see him. Yeah, I'm not sure. He showed, I know that Eastwood showed up in a in an old cowboy series, 50s, 60s, maybe. It was black and white. Um, but yeah, I uh, I the the worst thing I will say the worst thing about this movie is the title. Yes. They. Totally missed the mark on naming this thing. And I know why they did it. It was the 50s, and they were trying to get little boys into the theater. It And it, I can see how that could work, and that is the biggest problem with this movie. I was not prepared for this movie. No, neither was I. I thought, what kind, of, what kind of shit has David picked out for us today? <laughs> and I, I was hoping it was going to be a lot worse than it really was. <laughs> It was good. Yeah, it, was, it was good. Now, it's not without issues, but the issues, I think, are just the issues of the time. Right, right. I mean, yes, the effects are horrible. Really? But I thought the effects were really good for the time period. 
for the time. For the robot That's what I'm saying. For the horrible. time, they're really good. The huh? robot design was absolutely horrendously bad. Thank you. Yeah, the robot, horrible. a dude in a box. Push him over, he lands on his back. You just saved the world. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Nobody's upright, you're doomed. You knock him down. It's like an AT-AT. You take him off his leg. <laughs> he can't move. Yeah. You're welcome for the Star Wars reference. <laughs> Early, yeah, the, the thing is, the, <laughs> the the effects for the time were, were actually really yeah. good. Um, it, it's really hard for us now, 70 years later, to take a look at a movie yeah. and see... And, and to critique the effects because compared to today, they're like, oh my God, that's bad. Yeah, yeah. But I, can you imagine being a kid seeing that? Oh, that yeah, would have that been coming cool. out of the robot's head when it hits the tree and the tree just glows yes. and then it's just gone? The smoke. You could tell it was done on a soundstage. Yeah, yeah. Um, but when I watched this movie, I was like, this is a play. This is a freaking play. This look at the archetypes of the characters uh, that were there: the reporter, the scientist, the the felon, the, con, no, the, yeah, the convicted con murderer. Comes out of nowhere, and I'm just like, man, could you be any more bad romance novel writer than this? Here's here's the thing that's interesting. To me, the alien angle in this movie is actually the B story. I could watch a movie all on these other characters stuck in a bar in Scotland for two hours and see what happens with the convict. There's a good story going on. Yeah. Yes. So let's add another layer of sci-fi to to sell it as a sci-fi movie. It felt like an afterthought. Um, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if it was or not. Uh, Yeah. Just to see what it really was. Like, what was it all with, you know, did they add the alien for the movie? And I'm so curious. Why? why would you do that? But it uh, it worked. But the it worked. Naya worked. Um, yeah. it was. She was a nice villain. There's, it was a great villain. But there's there's something here. That just I just cracked me up. Um, after the war of the sexes, there was no more war. Yeah. Message. Yeah. <laughs> all men are bad. We killed all the men, and now there's no war. Hmm. But now we have to wow, get from this planet because, uh, you know. <laughs> you're going to take them back. You're going to have war again. <laughs> but it was interesting if, uh, in her conversation with the people and they talk about the war of the sex and they got violent and they wiped out almost all of their men. Uh, what was interesting is I think maybe without them even realizing it, they were hinting on cloning. And she was basically saying, you know, our technology isn't enough to, to keep our species going without men. So we're going to come steal a few of you guys and take you back with us, basically for breeding stock. And right. I'm sitting there thinking, like, back in the 50s, that probably would have shocked a couple of guys. But I'm sure there were some guys that were sitting there watching that girl come out of there go, uh, I'll go. <laughs> Oh, you, don't yeah. have to, you don't have to do a mind job on me. I'll go with you. <laughs> See, that's what I was thinking. There. It's like <laughs> she wasn't going to have to destroy and kill billions as they thought. Right. Um, she would have landed in London, said what was going on, and there would have been a freaking oh, line. line. Like, she'd be like, hey, 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 take a number. <laughs> I can only take so many. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it would have been no problem. <laughs> but okay. It's after World War II. I mean, it's like 10 years after the war. 
you know, you got a lot of soldiers with a lot of testosterone still built up in them. <laughs> she would have been fine. She just crash landed in the middle of freaking Scotch nowhere. You know? <laughs> right. What about the caretaker's husband? He's my favorite character in the movie. I've seen him in a Jamie, lot of I think stuff. is his name. Um, always looking for a drink. Every chance he gets, he's heading for the yeah. bar. Oh, we can have a drink. Drinks on the house. I love it. Like, hey, hey, knock it off. Yeah, the house. there's, there's good. You can drink out of the yeah. tap. <laughs> but what, what I like, but I'm going to go back to the very beginning. Is um, the opening scene, the airplane flying, and then all of a sudden it just explodes. I mean, that's a good opening scene. That yeah. that's like, holy crap, what just happened? And then you find out that something happened to the, her ship and she smashed into the damn plane. And that's what took her yeah. down. Her spaceship. That's one of the things that, that made me think it was almost, it was just, it was just weird the way the story was set up that, okay, her, her, her ship is malfunctioned. So she lands in the middle of nowhere right. and it's going to take four hours to fix. So she's there for four hours. I'm just going to torment these people in this lodge right. and, uh, <laughs> I'm, see, I'm just curious, as a play, how would you stage that? Like, pretty much the same exact way they had it set up on the film? Yeah, pretty much, because it felt like, when I was watching, it's like, man, I could almost see this on a stage. Yeah. It could almost be on a stage. There'd be a few things that you would have to close the curtains for to bring, to show the outside scenes, right, and maybe right. the order it was done would have to be a little different, but um, it, it definitely, that's why it felt like a play, right. and just... It wasn't so much the setup that felt, well, I mean, it was the setup that felt like a play to me. It was the characters. It was the dialogue. The fact that there is a deeper story in there that was just as entertaining as Aliens showing yeah. up. Um, and how about the the model, the famous model, instantly falling in love with, with, the, drunk, with the report. Yeah, with the drunk reporter, the guy who's an alcoholic. It's like, uh, yeah. didn't you just leave a guy? Aren't you hiding from a guy who was kind of yeah. like... And didn't you just meet? Yeah. Didn't you guys just meet? I mean, I, I understand love at first sight. I, and if if that's a movie that you're going to go with, a movie trope you're going to go with, I get it. But it didn't... That felt forced. That really... That was probably the most that was... part of that entire movie for me was that that love interest. Like, here she is hiding in this... Scottish Highlands of middle of nowhere, Scotland. This guy walks, and he's an American. So you, Brits already yeah. don't like us. We're, you know, <laughs> we got our we got our independence, and they haven't liked us since. <laughs> <laughs> well, there go. Uh, well, we don't have any. Uh, I'm not British listeners. Yeah. I mean, if anybody from Britain sees this, they're going to write us and go, "Yep, you're absolutely right." You know what's funny about that real quick she mentions about the drinking yeah. and everything and i think a woman you're the one who had the the portable bar with you with the bottle of brandy <laughs> that was hers oh i don't drink uh really <laughs> just in case i've got all this <laughs> i don't like the taste of it yeah but you brought a whole bar <laughs> with you <laughs> judging lady we're not judging because i need a stiff drink right now <laughs> but uh yeah that that seemed like the most uh 
forced part of it. And in the very beginning, the little kid, Tommy, is he playing with oh, a God. cannon? Has he got a yes. cannon on his table when they're talking? To yeah, he had a cannon. He's just playing with this cannon. Look like it was almost like all boys did. <laughs> well, a little Scottish kid doesn't have a cannon. <laughs> exactly. That was brilliant. I saw that and I'm like, I had to rewind it, you know, back it up. I was like, well, is that a cannon? <laughs> It was a cannon. He had a cannon. <laughs> you know, um, later on in the movie, when it gets near the end and they all go to hide in the cellar, yeah, it's after the fact that they sent Tommy back to his bedroom, which is upstairs. Nobody goes and gets Tommy. Well, they're all talking about, well, who's going to go? Who's going to go? Who's going to go? Not one of them said, you know what? Let Tommy go. We'll save Tommy. We'll all sacrifice. Let Tommy go. Like, at least he'll be alive. <laughs> Not one of those motherfuckers said that. They were like, no. oh, I'll go. Nope, I'll go. I'm going to save my own ass. I'm going to go. It's like, wait a minute. <laughs> save the kid. <laughs> what the hell is wrong with you? No, so they, run, they run in the cellar to hunt. Save the kid. Yeah. <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. I'm a scientist. I'm going. I'm a writer. I'm yeah. going. <laughs> But they run to the cellar to hide because they know she's going to blow them up. <laughs> You're right. Nobody went to go get the kids. Nobody went to get Tommy. He's upstairs. Nah. Nobody left Tommy. He must have been a real bastard. He must have been a little oh, shit. That's funny. I, well, what was funny is um, when the spaceship lands, Alien's a malevolent bitch, but she looks good in black leather. Let's face it. Yeah. They, they, I thought it was... Um, the lady who played um, on Bewitched, um, the mother, and my mind just went completely blank as I'm trying to bring up her name. Andorra, her, the character's name. Was Andorra? But who was that? Um, I don't know. She was in a lot of... God darn it, yeah. let me find my Google. <laughs> I, I I think, was it Patricia Laffin? Yeah, is, who was, was the main villain. Yeah. She was great. Um, I thought she just brought a nice malevolent level to, um, to that, to that role. And it's, it's important to know when you're watching these older movies like this, the way, the way they talk about things, we would laugh, we laugh about it now, but, uh, back in the fifties, some of that stuff is, uh, it just carries more weight. Agnes Moorhead. Um, Ah, yes. She looked like Agnes Moorhead in that. Like I was looking at her but you're right it does like some of that stuff carries a little bit more more weight now you, you have to remember we hadn't even been to the moon yet right. um so it's like who knows what people i mean you know, green men and stuff like that yeah. on mars but it was that's things looked uh much different and now we're like no that's not how it would right. be so it's uh it's kind of fun to go back and look at those but again like with anything you have to um look at it from the yeah, time that it's it. made point that it was made or the point that it's coming from you know so yeah the design of the spaceship i thought was really cool it was pretty cool very much with later um later descriptions of people that have seen ufos or claimed to have seen ufos and the cape well even earlier descriptions yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah. that that actually had when we were really invaded back in the 30s by the martians remember hearing about that no um no because they mind wiped everybody and we didn't hear it Right. <laughs> um, yeah, the robot 
that was one of my notes that was really bad but you know that's that's probably that probably looked really cool to somebody watching that oh, thing. Yeah, with, you know a 10 12 year old kid at the theater at that point oh my god look at that robot that's like you know darth vader right there. how many went home and looked for a big box so they could make a robot <laughs> i mean seriously i would have <laughs> yeah exactly as a kid you would put a little fishbowl glue a fishbowl tape it down on top you got yourself yes. a big giant robot I may make one yeah, now. Right? <laughs> its arms didn't move. I'm going like this. No, they did. Its arms up and down, but you know, the thing's arms didn't even move. The guy probably couldn't even see coming out, you know, walking down. There. Oh, probably not. Like Charlie, whatever you do, <laughs> don't. Charlie. Yeah. The, was, the big robot's name was Charlie, right? Or Chani? Yes. Got, it, it was Charlie. Charlie. It's like, you it was Charlie. The, the big giant robot killing death machine, Charlie. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, they they questioned. Well, they they questioned her on when when she started speaking. Um, and like you speak English, and so what else would I speak? That's your language. Right. Um, I speak them all. So, and it instantly set up right then that she chose a language right. that they would all all know, which brings me to another point nice of this. It was, it was, the inside of the ship. There's no toilet. That was the freaking TARDIS. Oh yeah, that was a definitely a definite TARDIS design, wasn't it? I didn't pick it up was. on that until you just said it, but yeah, yeah. I saw that, and it's like uh, it even had a universal translator. Eye of uh, <laughs> what is that? The, 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 oh, what is the, the big guy's name that they're always talking about? For the start, the, the TARDIS is powered by the eye of something. I'm drawing them I don't know. Uh, every every Whovian is going to be mad at me now because I don't remember, and I'm a huge. But I got a very, I got a very TARDIS vibe yeah. from yeah, looking at that. Well, like, I'm sitting there looking at it, thinking, "Well, that's kind of a neat design." Didn't dawn on me why, but now I know. Uh, yeah, because it's a TARDIS design. Um, I want to yep. know why their Igor guy, uh, whatever the character's name was, why did he go out to that ship? The thing is white hot. He, he like, wasn't whoa, very bright. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm gonna lift my way over to this ship, and then he's you know then he trips for no apparent reason. I didn't see anything him tripping on, but he trips and falls down, and she just disintegrates him because you're unworthy. Well, she said he wasn't a good yeah, specimen. He's not a good specimen, Zach. Holy crap! There goes like half of the Scottish Highland male population. <laughs> you're gonna get zapped. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> I mean, uh, and I'm still trying to figure out why Doris was in a trance in the bar when that lady didn't look at her or wasn't anywhere near her. That, that kind of threw me, like I knew it was because of the lady or the, the alien Naya, but I didn't know why. Like she was nowhere near her at that point. Uh, yeah. Do you have an yeah, that was <laughs> that was a weird one. You know, no, when it, it just threw me off because I was at Starbucks this morning and the barista's name was Naya, and I almost asked if she was from Mars. <laughs> and it's like she won't understand what and I'm you're asking. Laughing your ass off, and she's just crying. That's yeah. making fun of me. Are you a devil girl? Are you a devil girl from Mars? <laughs> yeah. Huh? 
<laughs> I still wanted to, and then I knew it wouldn't be, it wouldn't work. How about the scientist? How about the, the main scientist guy? Was that guy not like the oh stupidest guy in the world? That's not somebody you want trying to save the world. No. It's like, just shut up and go away. I believe what my eyes he was, see. He... You see the big spaceship landed in the backyard, right? I don't believe it. <laughs> what? Well, he was... <laughs> He was annoying. He was he was really annoying. Oh my god! Um, he was horrible. What a horrible character. <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's why that's why to me it felt like every play I've seen, every play I've been in, you have all these characters that are so unique. Right, right. Um, this could have been a murder mystery inside the hotel, yeah, yeah. and that's actually how it felt. It was going to be right. Yeah, I can see that. It was definitely an Agatha Christie feel. Like, like who, yes. who done it? That's what it was felt like. Cause hey, we introduced the convict, mm -hmm. the murderer. Now, see, I could see how they could have worked that in. How they could have had a murder or a death, and you didn't know about the alien yet. Like the dumb girl yeah. Naya was actually coming in, speaking in a Scottish accent because she's you know in Scotland, she can speak an accent now. So it's like not know who killed the hunchback guy or whatever the hell he was. Uh, the guy who, yeah, and then not know the spaceship was there. That could have very easily worked out as a uh, as a whodunit kind of thing. Very easy. Yes. And you know what? That's we just rewrote the story. We just made it better. I want to find the play. I, yeah. I want to find the play, and I'm going to have to give that a read because um, that that's what it felt like, and that is, and that that critique is not a negative to me. It just felt odd. Yeah. Um, it made. It made the sci-fi bend feel off. Yeah, it felt like almost an afterthought and an unnecessary one at that. Like we have two movies, and we're we're in the fifties. This is when there's the sci-fi movies, the aliens, all of this stuff is going on. So we've got the to work aliens eyes, and Martians. The or the chicken exactly. and black leather. It was gonna be one yeah. of them. It was gonna be a big ugly monster, or it was gonna be a chicken black leather. And it worked. It worked. And she was actually a really good villain. I mean, when she comes out of that door, and she, and then I got the Darth Vader vibe, man. When she oh yeah. Down that that thing, and she did. I was like, dude, holy crap! That's that's a Darth Vader. You know, that's a female version of Darth Vader, only without all the stormtroopers. It was. That was the first thing. I thought it of. was. I was like, this, wow. this this chick's gonna be bad, and she was. She was kind of mean. <laughs> she, was, she was she was just mad. You know what it was. She was a union worker working on the weekend. She didn't want to be there. She's just like, you know what? I don't get paid for Saturdays, man. Right. <laughs> I'm going to kill this guy. This is, okay, you're dead. I'm going to mind wipe this guy. Oh, what else have I got to do today? Jeez, I, I ticked off two things on my list. <laughs> I don't want to I'm gonna go invade her. Yeah. I don't even want to be on Earth today. Okay, Dante Dix, get on all. Yeah. <laughs> you know, as far as the ending goes, I would have rather seen Albert say, screw you guys, I'm going to right, Mars. Right. I was hoping for That's that. That's what I was hoping for, too. I was like, okay, there's no reason to kill her now. She got her guy. She got her guy. Um, he made, he's already, she's still going to London. She's going to get more. He's already made the ultimate sacrifice. He saved everybody in the thing. You know, yeah. unless she was getting ready to push the button, he was like, "Yeah, okay, I got to kill you now." But yeah. I don't think she ever had any intention of killing everybody. There was no reason. She I didn't get that. Basically, impression. pointed out, "Look, 
You can't hurt me. You can't do anything to me. Hell, I'm surprised the spaceship blew up. You know, what would she yeah. do? Turn her head? <laughs> she must have. It must have. Ignored the guy. And what is it with spacecraft designers putting in these little inherent fatal flaws in their design? <laughs> I like a certain uh, Death Star. Yeah. Whatever you do, don't push this red button. It'll blow up the ship. It's there, right what, there. What I really what? have a hard time with is the scientist figured out how to blow up the ship. This guy couldn't figure out how to zip up his own pants. He didn't even believe the ship existed until he went on it. And even then he had questions. It's like, right. dude, you're talking to an alien. You saw the ship land. You, you, know, you were inside the ship. You saw the giant robot. You know the Scottish military doesn't have that kind of freaking firepower. Come on, man. Right. You guys are still wearing kilts. <laughs> Get a move on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and this can go all the way to all the way to the beginning. When he's in the the scientist and the reporter in a car, and the scientist is looking at a map, and the guy next to him, the reporter says, "You can read star charts, but you can't even read a right, map." Right. Well, so this is the guy that's gonna that figures all this out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This guy, there's no way he could have figured out how to destroy that ship. The little kid could have figured it out before yeah. that scientist could have figured it out. Um, yeah, and that boils down to one of my notes here that this house is not filled with intellectual geniuses. Not one of them. No. Uh, the the bartender chick. Um, I forgot her name. Doris. Doris. That's it. Doris was like the smartest one in the whole group. She really was. When you boil right down to it, the she yeah. the, was the smartest one in the room. And why they didn't have her have a bigger part, I don't know. Other than her being there just for the killer to show up and and. Say I love you and have her cry at the end. I don't know. I, I could. You know, yeah, that was her part. Seemed like it should have been bigger. Yeah. Um, oh, it's a good one though. Um, I want to talk. All in all, I want to talk a little bit about the technical stuff that they did too in this movie. Sure. Um, the way they filmed uh, Patricia Lafon, who played Naya, the villain. Always a slight upshot. There's always an up angle at her. And it was hard lighting. Unlike usually what you and I have discussed in a couple other shows where they kind of soften the the, mm -hmm. the woman's face and features to make her look more beautiful. Right. They did a hard light on her, shot her from a slight up angle, and made her look a lot longer and taller and a lot more malevolent with the with the hard lighting yes. on her. And I thought that was who Whoever their uh, cinematographer was and their lighting guy, mm -hmm. they really sat down and thought about this movie. Like I said, I, I well, honestly was... think the worst thing about this movie is the name, The Devil Girl yes. from Mars. That, I'll they, agree they with that. Have, like, if they would have just called it Invader from Mars or uh, the, the you know incident in Scotland or you know something like that, I think it would have worked better. Special effects, yeah, with the... I thought they were fine. Um, like right. said for the day. I'm sorry, go ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt. No, with the, with with the lighting uh, back on that. That that's a great point. And I mean, that's used a lot to uh, 
as, as you're seeing to show some malevolence or some evil right. or and they made her look really tall i don't know exactly how tall she right. was i didn't look it up but she looked very tall and i know a lot of that is done i mean if you can make tom hanks look above five foot right. not tom hanks tom cruise yeah. look above five foot tall then it's magic right. well, uh, part so, of it was a costume too because she had like she had leggings on, but she had like a mini skirt, so that made her legs look a lot longer too. I think there was a lot of thought to that. Yeah, that whole um, costume. They did a lot of thinking to that costume. Yeah, and it and it worked. Mm -hmm. It it really did work. And I didn't catch that, but you're right. They did shoot her more at an upward angle to make everybody feel a little smaller, right. a little shorter. And she was always on those uh, two steps. Like the steps yeah. coming into the bar that go like one or two steps down. She was always standing on the top. So they were always forced to look up at her. She was always talking from a from a point of power. I'll be and when they were down in the field, they were a little bit lower, and she was up on a hillock, always looking down on them. That I that had to be a director's. It idea. was. It, it had, had to, be. to be him going. You know what? This woman is always in control. She's always in power. She's always got to be up looking down on like they're just sheep. They're cattle for the slaughter. That's how I took that. And I was like, my God, that's even for such a low budget beef flick, that was a lot of thinking going into the shooting of this thing. And I really appreciated that. Like I could watch this one well, that's, for sure. Yeah, that's one of the things about this. It's it's cheesy uh -huh. only because it's nineteen it's twenty twenty. Jeez, I don't even know what year it is anymore. But even because this movie's old, it feels cheesy to right. us. And that's what's like as a kid watching this, I would have been blown away. Oh, yeah, like, oh yeah, my God, yeah. this is cool. Um, it would be almost scary and mm -hmm. be intense and um, very well done. I went into this expecting to hate mm -hmm. it, but because of the acting, which was all well done yeah, as I well, was shocked the lighting, the direction. Better. Yes, it. I I wasn't ready for this. I thought, oh my God. Yeah, like I said earlier, what what have you done? Devil Girl from Mars? Are you well, kidding I, me? I literally picked it because of the name, and I thought, oh, this has got to be the cheesiest movie. You, I, I'm looking for cheese. This is going to be cheese with cream cheese topping sprinkled with Parmesan. It's going to be cheesy. And it actually was a pretty damn good movie. I I, I enjoyed it. There, there was a bit of dialogue. My bet, I don't know if you have a favorite piece of dialogue, but I picked one out. Um, there's a, there's a I, I do. There's a line where uh, Naya is just blown up the barn. The convict has saved the little boy, and they look in the distance and they see like where everybody's at. And the convict's like, "Stay down on the ground. Stay down on the ground." And Naya walks up and says, "Get up off the ground." And she's standing once again above them. They're right. looking up at her, and Tommy looks. The little boy looks at her and says. Gee, you're just like the black spider. Danger's always having uh, having trouble with her. And Naya looks at him and goes, you speak in riddles. Like this kid's talking about a comic book or a, or a yes. book magazine that he's read. And she has no concept of what he's talking about. So it's like, you speak in riddles. And she does, there's no move on her face. And it, I just started laughing so loud because I was like, that's a bit of humor that they haven't had really in this movie. And it was such a natural bit of humor. <laughs> What's yours? Well, <laughs> it's, it's, the, it's the part where the, the reporter is on the phone after the flying saucer lands. Uh -huh. 
and he's got the phone. Hello, 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 operator. Hello, hello, police. Oh, oh flying saucer. Uh, escape comic. Hello, 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 hello. <laughs> and he's doing it that fast. Hello, hello, hello. And like, uh, dude, <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Hello, 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 hello. Flying saucer, escape convict. He was just throwing a string of words together. It was so comical. Um, So, and then that's one of my notes. The dialogue is good and it's bad. There's some things that are just like, oh, that wasn't so great. But others, it's like, this is well written. Um, It really is. And the actors really, what's that? Especially for the day. It was very well For the day, absolutely. Yeah, um, they really, that's pretty much all I have. I just thought it was interesting that um, (laughs) you have your central location, Uh the the lodge, um, and just everybody, something happens, the reporter and the scientist get lost, Mm -hmm. and the escaped convict ends up, oh, that was a great bit of dialogue right there. When Doris is telling the innkeeper, that this guy was a hiker and he didn't have his wallet because he looked in a creek and saw a fish. And I'm thinking, oh, the fish stole his wallet. But <laughs> fish stole my wallet again. The magic <laughs> fish is gonna give me three wishes. Why am I speaking with an Irish? And Scottish fish. Uh, I'm in Scotland. The what fish the, gave him... <laughs> the fish with the wishes, yes. The fish with the wishes. The fish wish. Uh, did, did you catch? that um naya can dimensional shift she can teleport herself i thought that was brilliant for 1954 i have never seen that in any movie that i've watched no that was actually really that was a really dumb piece because the guy's like she's getting blurry what what and then she's just like you guys have no concept of my power yeah so that's why i have a feeling that ship didn't actually get blown up dimensional dimensional shifted and then the convict probably got thrown out of the spaceship later on. <laughs> yeah, because somebody that powerful and that had, had seen everything coming. Yeah. You, you ain't having this guy, expecting... you know, bat his eyes at you, his baby blues, and you're going to just fall to pieces. No. Yeah. She don't care no, about that. She, does. she really didn't. She didn't give two craps about any of that. She was Darth Vader. She, yeah, I'm telling you, when she came down that thing, I was like, holy crap, that's a Darth Vader move there. Uh, there was lots of smooching in this movie for a sci-fi, yeah. action, whatever it was, semi-action. Um, yeah. they, everybody was trying to smooch each other, <laughs> which I thought was very that's funny because they always started trying to kiss at like the most awkward, worst time. You know, <laughs> like, gee, I'm going to blow up the entire planet. Let's smooch. No, let's try and get the hell out of here. We'll smooch later. <laughs> exactly. No, well done, though. Well oh, done. Oh, I, and I've already mentioned this. Give him the kid, morons. It was the whole, like, who's going to go? Well, I should go. I'm the scientist. You're a dipshit. No, she, you, no scientist guy. Just go sit down. <laughs> yeah, they, didn't, they didn't care about little Tommy. Not at all. Um, at all, except when he was gone. Right, and then they're like, where's Tommy? Oh, he's upstairs, let's get in the basement. <laughs> Evidently, uh, I was reading through my notes real quick. Evidently, if you went with the devil woman from Mars, Naya, you had to go of your own free will. And yeah, we kind of talked about that 
like if she'd have landed in the middle of London, told them their plight, like, hey, we got no men, and most of the women look like me, there would have been a line 500 miles, like, just around Buckingham yeah. Palace. They'd have just been waiting in line going, I'll go, I'll go. Did you see her? Yeah. <laughs> you know? And and that that's what made it hard to understand why was this a threat? Because she would have had plenty of willing participants. Right. But no, she crash lands out in the middle of the Scottish Highlands where the she finds the one hotel filled with the stupidest people <laughs> in the British Empire all in one spot. <laughs> <laughs> it made her job difficult. And that's why I think she was a union worker. Because she's like, I don't... Oh, my God. This should have been like a quick run. <laughs> I should have been in and out of here already. <laughs> <laughs> the explosion at the end, I thought was kind of cool how they did that. You know, yeah. it was like a down shot. I'm guessing it was a down shot on some kind of uh, chemical in the water. Or like maybe a tank of water or something that they dropped something in to to blow up towards the camera which yeah. was i thought was a really cool cool concept it was um i was trying to figure out exactly they what did they some... did because i watched that like two or three times I was like now i it's got to be something really <laughs> simple but it was it was really effective they did a really good job on it well that's that's one of the things they did some neat camera yeah. tricks yeah. to uh Pull it off her her dimensional shifting, um, the, even all the way down to the robots' lasers and the disintegrating, yeah. and all of that stuff. Right now is so easy to do, but they did this using film, yeah. no computers, hand animated, and so the, the glow had to be yeah. hand animated because you didn't have. Yeah, all of that had to be drawn yeah. and painted onto the film, and that's pretty impressive. Yeah, and it, yeah, it was a, it was a good movie. The story really wasn't awful. Like, if they were going to no. redo it, you definitely have to rename the damn movie. <laughs> like I said in this in the beginning, the worst thing about this movie is the title. Yeah, uh, the title doesn't. It was actually a pretty good movie. Um, it it's dated. It's dated. I'll give you that. But it still worked on a lot of levels for me. I thought it was enjoyable. I thought it was entertaining. I. But like the main character, she plays pretty VA. I mean, she's you don't want to disagree with her in front of her subordinates because she'll kill you. She will be a Darth Vader. Yeah. Now she may not have the force, but she got that laser gun and she's not afraid to use it, man. <laughs> she's not afraid to shoot somebody. <laughs> no, not at all. Using Charlie. Charlie. <sighs> With the remote. You know, yeah. Charlie had a clicker. <laughs> Which was very high tech back in 1954. It was. And those three prongs coming out of the clicker. I'm not sure what they did, but she seemed really upset when that guy took it from her. That's all I'm saying. But then she just kind of looked at him and reached over yeah, and grabbed like, it. Give me that. Man, you don't know how to use this. I'll show you how to use this later when we go back to Mars. <laughs> I'll show you what the three prompts. <laughs> well, they had to get the story of the alien probe somehow. <laughs> <laughs> Thank goodness you're not a gray. I hate those guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know what? <laughs>
Nobody ever talks about a leather-clad woman coming and abducting them. It's always these gray, skinny, big-headed right? suckers. Like, didn't you guys ever see this movie? <laughs> <laughs> Next time you come to invade me, come like that. Hold up a picture. Come like this woman. Don't come like you are now. Don't be genetically manipulated or whatever it is you people do. <laughs> Right. So I give it I give it a definite watch. Yeah, um, yeah I would movie really surprised me. I I really like I said, I'm gonna say it again, I thought I was in for a, a real shit fest and it was good. You're welcome. It was good except <laughs> the title. You what? Said you're welcome. <laughs> yeah, thank you for giving me a good. I just knew it was gonna suck. Oh. It's like, oh my god, here we go again. So did I. I was and, actually kind of depressed that it wasn't horrible. Yeah, I was really looking I can forward see to that. watching a really bad schlocky movie, and it wasn't. It was actually pretty good. It was well written, well directed. The cinematography looked good. Like you said, yeah. it was staged like a play. Yeah, I, it, was. it was good. It was thoroughly enjoyable. Absolute good watch yeah i liked it um so on that note i uh i think we need to remind anybody who's actually listening hey if um you folks in france are listening to this on the podcast or watching us on youtube how did you find us I, i'm yeah drop us a I'm line completely um, interested in this like like we have more listeners in france than we do in america and i'm just i find that astounding I, and I, I think it's great. I don't want you to stop listening. Please keep listening. <laughs> yeah, please don't. Please keep, keep listening. I hope you like what you're hearing and, and like what you're seeing. And I don't know if you're American expatriates or if you're French that just went, these guys are dopey and I want to listen to them. Or I'm just interested. Just drop a line. I, I, if, do we have comments initiated on YouTube? or YouTube comments can be done at uh, Old Ass Movie Reviews on YouTube. Um, you can also email us at oamoviereviews at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook at OAMR. Uh, Instagram, we have an Instagram TV channel. Um, just look up Old Ass Movie Reviews on there. And you can leave comments. Also, leave us a review on Apple iTunes. And looks like we're most watched or listened on Deezer right now. Oh, cool. So, uh, leave some reviews there just I'm, I'm curious like dave how did you find us yeah uh, yeah i'm just interested what do you like what, any suggestions any recommendations anything like that hit us up and maybe we'll review something that uh we haven't seen that you want to want to hear us talk yeah, if you about you know of a really bad movie that's set before the 90s because we're trying to keep this in the 80s and anything before so if you see a bad 80s movie and before. you're like oh man that this was a horrible movie what do you guys think? You know, maybe we'll be able to check it out. And if we can find it, we'll, you know, we'll check it out maybe. And, yeah. and if it's really bad, we're going to have a lot of fun with it. <laughs> so next week, we're going to continue with our Halloween theme with the 80s uh, flick, Chopping Mall. That sounds so. like a classic. I, I remember vaguely that being released. Yes. Robot Security. In a shopping mall, gone wild. Can't beat that. You just can't beat it. You know that. 
More robots. Teenage kids <laughs> hanging out in the mall when after hours. They probably deserved everything they get. They always do. They always do. So somebody's gonna trip. Thanks for gonna trip and fall. <laughs> trips and falls in the eighties horror movies. I have high heels always. on. Why do you have high heels on? We're running through the woods. <laughs> and that's what happened to the man from the lodge in the movie. He he broke a heel and fell in front of Naya and she disintegrated him. <laughs> you know that's what? You're you're probably right. He was wearing his his pumps, his F me pumps and just fell down. Yeah. <laughs> it happens. Nobody knew it. <laughs> that's the sequel I want to see. Now you're coming back and looking for the, for the rest of the crossdressers in Scotland. Wow. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, but this is On that fun. note, I thoroughly enjoyed this, this, uh, this review today. Be sure to tune in next week for our review of Chopping Mall.